Hello and welcome back to Circle C Reach Podcast. You guys did it. You came back. We're here again. My name is Austin. I'm Josh. And we are here to continue these podcasts. We're on week six. Week, week six. Week six. In virtual camp, camp in a box, it, it ain't, ain't over. over. It's not over. It ain't over. We, oh my gosh, we have a week after this week. We technically have like a week and a half left of camp. The you can't grand, leave yet. Next You're still week is camp. the grand finale week. Oh. <gasps> It ain't over. It ain't over till it's over. It ain't over till it's over. And you it's know, not over. No, it's not over. And and what what I think is so important is you know sometimes they say it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Ooh, and wow. I feel like we're in it. Like and, and we're in the journey. We're, we're gonna just, look back at this journey. Yeah, week six. We got week six of seven. Like this is the week before the week that is the last week, the grand finale, the the gr- grand poopa. Poopa. I, I never understood that word. But I don't know what that I word just is like saying, I just poop-a. like saying poopa. The grand poopa. <laughs> what are we doing here? Week. <laughs> Serious. But next week's the last week. This is week six. And the theme is it ain't over because. Well, because we've been talking about the gospel, and we've, we've covered it. We've covered the problem, the solution, the gift that Jesus is, and the promise that he has for us. Depends and all and, of and, it. Yeah. And now, well, it's not over, because if it was over, we'd be in heaven with Jesus. It ain't over. And we're not. There's still work to be done. Yes. There's still work to be done. We still have purpose. There's still meaning for all the things that we're doing. And and it is. It's it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Right. Like, God has given us the gift of heaven, and we, you know, that is ultimately where we will live and, and dwell with Him forever. But now we can step into, and live in in what God has for us now. Jesus, when He prayed, mm-hmm. uh, when He was when He was in the garden, and He prayed the, the prayer of, "Let Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Right. That we live in the now, not yet in between, of mm-hmm. what the kingdom of God is. Right. Um, and that we can we can allow um, God to work through us in those ways. So we get an opportunity to talk about it, it ain't over mm-hmm. this week. So what does that mean? What's next for you? If you accept Jesus into your life, what is next? Well, you have to grow. Yeah. Otherwise, why well, nothing's going to change in your life. Mm-hmm. And so First Peter two says it really well. Uh, what we're supposed to do. It says uh, verses one through three say so. Get rid of every kind of evil. Every kind of deception, hypocrisy, jealousy, and every kind of slander desire God's pure word as newborn babies desire milk. Then you will grow in your salvation. Certainly you have tasted that the Lord is good. Hmm. I love that verse. Right. I love it because it calls us out. It says, hey, get rid of all this junk in your life. And then crave God's word just like babies need milk. You need God's word to yeah. grow. Yeah, it's very clear de- depiction. I love it. I have a, a niece. She's about a year and a half old, so she's kind of moved out of the milk stage. And she's eating some some real food now. But uh, when when a baby needs milk, a baby needs milk. And yeah, like, fussy, right. crying. Yeah. Yes, yes. You're about to find out. Oh boy, soon. I know. Soon. I'm having a boy. Everybody. You're having a boy. We, we found that. out. Oh, That's amazing. So you're gonna you're gonna be able to see this play out in even more ways and, and even excited but yes. nervous. <laughs> yeah, as you should be. As you should be. I wouldn't know, but I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but so but babies desire milk and I, I wonder how we as Christians, right, we talked about even week one and, and kind of all throughout mm-hmm. all camp this year, the idea that for us to be in God's word and to be in prayer, mm-hmm. these are the things that we should desire, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Right. Sometimes that's not the case. Like we don't actually desire those types of things. And something that I've turned to a lot is is just praying honestly. Like God actually wants mm-hmm. us to be honest with him. 
don't yeah. know if you knew that. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. sometimes uh, I don't, if you're anything like me, sometimes you, you kind of hide your feelings from God as if he doesn't know your feelings. Right. Uh, and sometimes I hide my frustrations or my worries or my doubts from him. And, and actually, uh, he already knows them and, right. and I can come to him. But but I'll just I'll pray a simple prayer as, hey, God, like, would you give me a desire to be in your word? Would mm. you give me a desire to pray for you? And sometimes that means help from others. So, so Josh, uh, I don't know if you remember way back in the beginning of 2020. Oh, um, wow. I was, I was asking God and, and saying, hey, like, I, I want to spend more time in your word. I want to be more in prayer. And, and he brought to my mind, hey, maybe you need some accountability. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need some people to come alongside you. So I asked you. We, we went out to right. breakfast at the Iron Kettle. Ah. And I said, I said, Rest Josh, in peace. It's it's out. Really? Now. They're selling it. We should buy it. We should, we should buy have it. A podcast there. All right, everybody, pitch in. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> so we went out to breakfast. Wow, I'm sad that it's gone. We went out to <laughs> breakfast, and I said, Josh, like you've been a great friend to me. Uh, I was able to stand in your wedding. Right. You're gonna stand in my wedding. I can't believe it. And uh, and I said, I said, but I I want to make sure that this year I'm laying the proper foundation for for my marriage coming up. That I would be in God's word daily. That I would continue to be what God and who God has called me to be. So I need to be in His word, but I don't always have the desire to. Do it. Mm-hmm. So I said, "What if, what if we sent each other the green check mark emoji? Yep. Every morning or night, whenever you read your Bible, I read it in the morning. We, oh, you're kind of early. in different places. <laughs> um, but, but every day we would send back that check mark back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's amazing to me that that what is today August what fifth? Holy sixth, cow! Seventh, eighth. I don't know. Week six of seven of six. It of ain't camp. over. It ain't over." <laughs> I truthfully maybe have missed one or two days of journaling and right. reading through. Yeah, through me too. Through. And and up until that point, I remember I was in a very similar spot. I was really lacking motivation. I, you know, you know it's true. You know it's true. You know you need God's word, but sometimes you let distractions get the best of you and you just can't focus on what's most important. And so that conversation was huge for me too because then I had the accountability like, okay, Austin just sent me his green check mark stupid early in the morning. Uh, I got to make sure I do this. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look like an idiot. Yeah. And it, it, over, it reminds me, right, we are all incomplete, right? God mm-hmm. gives us spiritual giftings because we're all incomplete in our right. own giftedness. We're called the body of Christ because the body is incomplete if it's just the finger or just the nose or just an eye. Yeah. We are all incomplete. And actually, the body of Christ, for us to come alongside of each other, walk hand in hand, carry each other's burdens. Right. As I think it's in Romans. But like, and this is what it means to be a Christ follower. So it ain't over mean, means find your tribe, find mm-hmm. your group, Ooh, find, find your tribe, find your tribe, find your, find the, the people that you can walk alongside of that can encourage you and grow you in, in your walk with God. Like that are going to fill you. I mean, friends are huge. over. Friends can tear you down. And if your core friends aren't people that are going to keep you accountable and that aren't going to, to push you to be mm-hmm. better, you got to really reevaluate yep. that. It's been said, if you want to see your future, just show me your closest five friends. Ooh. So if you look around and say, this is this is what I'm going to become, if you if you like that, or maybe you should probably ask somebody else. I'd yeah. Be honest. What what does it mean if uh, one of my closest friends is my dog? Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's very joyful. That's and true. And he's happy. I got a good future he's ahead for- of me. He's forgiving. That's so true. He's forgiving. Man, I want all my friends to be dogs. I don't think that would be good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but me, I'll give you one dog. One dog friend. <laughs> okay, put it in the top five. So, <laughs> if... If I'm not excited to read God's word, if I'm not 
looking to do some of those things. Is there anything else that you've seen? I know we talked about accountability. I, I think honestly praying to God and just mm-hmm. saying, God, would you give, would you burn my heart and build a desire in my my heart to to serve you? I even know your bumper would say, give me give me a burden. Yep. Give me a burden. Yep. I think another huge thing is we need to be. I, I at least am very mission oriented, and so when I see a goal and I, I want to achieve that goal, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And I think for us as Christians, it's really important for us to see the goal and to see the mission and to keep that in perspective and that we will do whatever it takes to draw near to Christ and to bring right. others to him. Since I'm, again, sitting in the driver's seat or, yep. or hanging out in the car, um, in the driver's seat, the question that someone might be asking, right? So, okay, how do I grow? I want to grow. I want to be in, in God's word. I want to make sure that I'm doing those things. If I'm not excited about reading God's word, okay, maybe I pray. Maybe I find some accountability. Maybe I'm willing to do whatever it takes and find people to keep me accountable to that, to do whatever it takes. But what happens when when doubts come in? What happens when worry floods mm-hmm. your mind? What happens when, when it's hard to keep going forward and and you just don't know what to do with some of the things you're thinking about or the doubts that you might have. I think you're, the biggest mistake people make when it comes to doubts is they're afraid to ask questions. They're right. afraid to dive into those doubts. They think, oh, wow, this doubt is way too big. Uh, there probably isn't a good answer, so I'm just going to push that away. Yeah. When, when people do that, and I've seen this over and over again in my close friends growing up, when they had doubts about, you know, a big one, a big doubt that always seems to throw people off is if God is good, why does he let bad things happen? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And instead of chasing that down and finding out the, the root and the core of that truth, and they just they just let that throw them off track. They just punt. punt and so, all, yeah. yeah, if you if you're listening and you have doubts about who God is and and the truth of Scripture or anything the last thing you need to do is run away from that. Mm-hmm. You need to run into that and find out the truth for yourself. Mm-hmm. You aren't having those doubts for uh, a mistake, and I guarantee you're going to run into people in your life who are thinking the same thing. Yep, that's what I was going to say. Like, I've never, <laughs> I've never come across a brand new doubt. I've never like right. Like I, I have a lot of conversations with a lot of people and a lot of a lot of students, a lot of a lot of just people, kind of the ages of those that are listening. Like I've had a lot of conversations, and never once have I thought to myself, "Hmm, I've never thought about that doubt before," or "I've never heard anyone struggle with that doubt before." Yeah, I mean, just do a simple Google search of your right. doubt, and <laughs> I guarantee when you get ten thousand results on on a doubt of why does you know whatever it is, mm-hmm. any doubt you have. Okay, then someone must be uh, thinking about this. Right. Someone must have been struggling through this as well in order to write something up or do anything with that. So And and I think it's important that we struggle with this stuff. Yeah. It because it's not just like a push button, okay, now I got it. Now I'm mm-hmm. good. Like it, truth is sometimes tough to swallow and tough to understand. A.W. Tozer said this. Mm-hmm. I I found this quote. I'm reading his book, The Pursuit of God, and uh, it says a generation of Christians reared among push buttons and automatic machines is impatient of slower and less direct methods of reaching their goals. Then he says, the tragic result of this spirit, all, all about us, shallow lives, hollow religious philosophies, mm. the glorification of men, trust is religious externalities, salesmanship methods, the mistaking of dynamic personality for the power of the spirit, these and such of these are the symptoms of an evil disease. Mm. And man, I see that. It's just, oh, we we want we want 
uh, our faith to be so simple. Oh, we want just quick right. answers, quick answers. And when you do that, you have a shallow faith and you re- resort to salesmanship of, of the faith. Yeah. That's not what it is. People, um, people that might have a hard time understanding that like me. <laughs> maybe because maybe that was that was a hefty quote. It was a great great quote. It is a big one. But I think to put it simply, your faith cannot be microwaved. Ooh, it has to be cooked in the that oven. That was simple. I appreciate that. Yeah, you like so the the idea that we try we, I think sometimes I get kind of worried or I guess I get frustrated. Like we think that people of faith, like the giants of our faith, it just happened overnight, and it yeah. it didn't. Like it it's a daily grind at times it's it has a, to it's be. a daily pursuit of god right you're reading the pursuit of god aw like it's a nice. daily it's a daily commitment to say i'm gonna get up i'm gonna read my word and i'm gonna pray not because i always feel like it not because i always want to but right. because i know that this is what's best for me because jesus has put this in front of me he's given me his word so that i can i can engage with him and be with him in, in relationship i can't microwave my faith mm-hmm. i can't microwave I can't microwave. I could Google a doubt that I'm having, yep. but but that doesn't settle it. I could I could objectively or or even subjectively see and understand some points of views, but until I wrestle that through, until I allow God to do a work in my heart, so I truly believe and can see something the way that He wants me to see it, that's long term. Mm-hmm. That's put it at 350 and bake it for for six <laughs> hours. Like th- there's no microwave here. Like, right. And and everything in this world is, you know, I can I can order. Uh, something from Panera down the street, and it, it can get delivered to me in 15 minutes. I don't have yep. to leave my house. I don't have to leave my car. Right. I, I don't have to do anything. Like I can get everything brought to me as fast as I can. Amazon, two-day shipping. Like before- Walmart takes groceries to your fridge now. Did That's, you know that? No, I did not. Yeah. Know that. That's I saw a car and it was labeled Walmart. I forget what the what, it, what it's called, but yeah, they take the groceries the and they put it in your fridge. That's so funny. It's getting ridiculous. But everything in this world, I can get, it, I can shoot you a text message and you get it moments later, instantaneously. Right. You know, I can, I can be on a vacation, not right now, but I could be on a vacation halfway across the world, post a picture on Instagram, and you could like it five seconds later. It's everything so fast. in this world is so instantaneous. But our faith has to be slow mm-hmm. and walk through in a process that we can allow God to work inside of us. Romans 12, too, right? Don't be, don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. I love that verse. Like we, we, can't just, we can't just conform to the way things are, but let God transform us. Transformation, it, it's instantaneously and takes time all at the same time. It's right. it's kind of one of those both and things of our faith, right? Yeah. It, it, so the sanctification, sanctification. And I think one phrase we're going to say for the rest of our lives, in regards to our faith, is it ain't over. There's always work to be done. It ain't over. And it's not like work that we just Ugh, we have to do this. I mean, once you taste and see, yeah. just like that verse said, I'm gonna pull that back That's up. First oh. Peter two. Shoot, I should have this memorized. First Peter 2, 1 through 3. So get rid of every kind of evil, every kind of deception, hypocrisy, jealousy, and every kind of slander. Desire God's word, pure word, as newborn babies desire milk. Then you will grow in salvation. Certainly you have tasted that the Lord is good. That's it. That's exactly what I was talking about. You have tasted that the Lord is good. And once you taste that, yeah. I mean, you just got to continue to chase that. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's our encouragement for you yeah. is to know 
that God is calling you to something more. Don't be afraid of your doubts and just continually yes. chase him because it ain't it over. It ain't over. So if you're tired, if you're hurting, if you're doubting, it ain't over. It ain't over here. So we're here for you. Circles of Ranch is here for you. You let us know what you need. Send us a message. Reach out to us. But we love you. Find find some people around you that can keep you accountable in yes. God's word. And Georgia is at the desk. There so give her, call. give her a call. Give <laughs> Okay, we will see you guys. Well, we won't see you. We'll talk to you from a new location, probably <laughs> from our car again. <laughs> this has been Circle C Reach Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day. Bye, everyone.